Hey guys, welcome to For The Kudos Q&A episode 32. I'm your host Brett and I'm here with... Joel. About time you got to do one of them. <laughs> Been waiting all year. Final Q&A of the year. Final episode of the year. Yes, looking forward to a little Christmas break. That's right, one week off and then we are back yep. for a couple of episodes. It's sort of annoying, isn't it? We have a little break and then come back, do some work and then we go on a proper break yeah. for a month. Yeah. So, so end of season will be mid-January sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're holding a little competition also. Um, so we've got five black FDK T-shirts to give away. Um, if you send us in our, your best memory of our first year. Yeah. Um, we haven't mentioned that. This is our first year. Everybody, uh, people, it sort of doesn't even feel like it to be honest. Mm. It feels like we've been doing this for a lot longer. But, yeah. you know, we started this in Feb. And we didn't – oh, look, we were both confident that it was going to be successful at some, like, level. But I don't know about you. I didn't think it would be this successful. Yeah. No, it's been a lot of support. It's been uh, really good. So it's been pretty fun, pretty tiring. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, a lot, so, it's a lot more work. <laughs> listen to the energy of our of FTK episode zero when we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now listen to us. We're like, you're beaten up. <laughs> yeah, so send in your um, favorite memory of the year. Send us a DM. Yeah, and uh, We'll share it to our story and pick the best five. Yeah. And you'll get a black um, black T-shirt. We've only got extra, extra, extra smalls left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we thought we'd start off the episode before because we had a lot of uh, a lot of questions about um, sort of yeah this with our like personal our highlights and and low points of the year. Um, so we thought we'd we'd kick that off um, as well as our best Australian female and male performance of 2022 as well. Yep. So why don't you take us through your high point of the year, Brett? Probably winning Gold Coast half. <laughs> 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 no, nah, definitely it has to be Fukuoka. Um, yeah, for obvious reasons. We've got whole episodes about it, so <laughs> don't have to go, go into and, it. Yeah. Uh, my you, yeah, yeah, what was your low point? Low point, probably uh, pulling out of New York half. Yeah. Um, that when, was my low point of the year was having to listen to your podcast. Yeah, that. that was a terrible <laughs> one. But um, yeah, I was just, I don't know, I was kind of trying to get on top of this stitch and I didn't, and then, but the, I guess I was in America to get on top of the stitch, so it was it was fine. But it was just kind of bad timing. But also, I never actually told anyone this on the podcast. But I had shingles at the same time, which oh, I didn't know yeah. until after. But, I um, forgot that too. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it was kind of probably been a bad day in the end anyway. But, yeah. So yeah, what about yours? Um, I yeah, it's funny. Like I I feel like now in this tail end of the year, I was like reflecting on it a bit myself, just doing a bit of journaling and stuff, and I was like, what a fucking shit year. But then I realized I ran two PBs at the start of this year. So it's sort yeah. of been, it's like my first half of the year was pretty good um, until I got that knee injury. But my actual, even though the two PBs I ran at the start of the year, I would say my actual highlight of the year for me was probably um, Launceston Half Marathon. And I, the reason for that is that it was sort of like in a time when I was going through a bit of shit. Um, and it was like, you know, my pre- preparation and stuff for it were pretty crap. Um, but it, and it was a tough race and, and I think I just, yeah, I like I was really happy with how I performed. Um, so that is my high point. Yeah, it was definitely a shit day. So yeah. any probably, is it your second fastest second half fastest that one? Half. So yeah. So um, I think like the, I can say, I could say, oh, the PBs at the start of the year, but that was when everything was going well. And when everything's going well, it's actually, I find it pretty easy to yeah. perform well. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes, you know, like... For, it's like almost like for you, the Fukuoka is even more special because of all the fucking stitch problems you've had. Yeah, exactly, right? definitely. Yeah. 
Um, and I would say... Low yeah. point, the other 11 months. <laughs> yeah, my low, my low point is the six months before that and the six months yeah. after that. Uh, no, definitely my low point. I've got two, um, Sydney half marathon and Gold Coast half marathon. It was my first first two DNFs what ever, happened ever in running. That was the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like knee into... Sorry, back into knee. Yeah. Into COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Been into, a rough trial. Into infection. <laughs> yeah. But 2023, you bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Best uh, male performance of the year, Brett? Uh, yeah, I was trying to think about this. Like, one thing I think... Oh, like, can you oh, say yourself? Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Yeah, yeah. You'll, have, you'll have pitchforks at the door. <laughs> um, I won't say myself, but, like, I think there's been a few good things. So, one has been Stewie... Come you're on. one of those people you get asked a question now you're going to reel off the top 10 yeah, so you yeah. don't offend anyone <laughs> fuck that I'm going to say two things <laughs> you're going to say two as one guy well, well, yeah okay yeah. Oh, well okay I'm going to uh, find myself <laughs> <laughs> sick <laughs> and best female Sinead <laughs> oh, that makes it fucking boring um, what's yours uh, mine was you for sure and Sinead and Sinead um, <laughs> I'll say I, okay you go Look, there's been some fucking incredible stuff um, that's gone on this year. Uh, look, Inside Running Podcast, they're doing a doing a thing. You can see, um, you can go and vote for Brett in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, look, Ollie Hoare winning Com Games 1500 meters, fucked up, insane. Yep. Um, um, Jess Trengrove winning Com Games marathon. Yep. Jack's Jack's 10k. Yeah. I reckon the 10k, 10K track. track. Yeah. yeah. 10k road to me was a bit more expected. I think better stuff has happened. Yeah. Um, also, Stewie coming back from where he was. Yeah. Like at the start of the year, people thinking maybe his career was over. For sure. And then, yeah, kind of getting back on, happening again, like coming dead last in two Diamond Leagues. Yeah. To like his first race back, he tried to win the 3k against Jakob and I think yeah, Mogatir. And like, he came back being like the exact same shoe we all knew. So yeah. that was a pretty cool comeback. Um, I For thought. sure. I think I think definitely with uh, like when we're asked this, we are obviously, well, like we're going to be biased because, well, you're going to be biased because it's you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be biased because it's you. Yeah. You know, I do this podcast where I've seen the whole journey, the highs and lows, same with Sinead, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're going to ask Jess Trengrove's training partners, they'd probably say her. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that's how, sort yeah. of how it works. Uh, there's been some, I just think like, Running in Australia is in such an insane spot. Yeah. You know, like there's so many people yeah. that are just killing it. Um, and yeah, it's just absolutely, absolutely unreal. So hopefully we can carry that into 2023. It's yeah. Exciting stuff, big things coming. Big things always coming. Um, another thing that kind of came out just this week was the Olympic standards. Yeah. Have you had a look at them? Yeah, it made me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just had a look and I was like, Okay. Yeah. Nice. So like, one one Australian's got the marathon time. What was it two oh eight ten? Two oh eight ten. Yep. Um, for the men, for the men's. Yeah, and, and the two, women's two twenty six fifty. Um. So, like, our women's marathons runners are so strong that like yeah. it's still people will get it. It's um, passionate. Yeah. But then, like, when you look at like the shorter distances, like thirteen oh five and twenty seven flat. Yeah. For the ten k so for the men and fourteen fifty two and thirty forty for the women. <laughs> like. It's insane. It's it's insane, and there's not many uh, people like they have to run Australian records in in yeah. a lot of events to <laughs> just sure. to get in it. So, um, yeah, but, but I don't for know. people, we're it's, gonna get a lot of. I'm glad this is the last Q and A session of the year because as we're sp- like 
talking about all this, I reckon there's going to be so many people thinking like, well, how do you qualify? There's going to yeah. be so many questions about that. Oh, well, we don't have to answer it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but no, there's like you yeah. understand it more. There are ways to – it's not like you can't go to the Olympics if you haven't run 2 no. or 10. So they want pretty much 50%. For the marathon, say you can have 80 people. They want 50% to get in through running the time and then 50% to get in through ranking. Um, so there is other ways um, to do it. And like people have done it in the past and, and run well, especially in the dis- the shorter distance events, like we'll say the 1500, yeah. because you can be tactically a good runner but not able to run 333. Yeah. But if you can win heaps of races in 335, that can rank you high enough to get in. Exactly. And then when you're at the championship, it's a bit hard now because they all run at so, so express pace. But like mm. sometimes at the championship when it's a slow race, like Centrowitz, um, like they, it favors a different kind of runner. So For sure. it is, um, it is a yeah, it's a confusing system, but it'll be yeah, yeah. But some scary times ahead for some people, I reckon. Yeah, and they've I seen think, these results. Yeah, definitely uh, times. Yeah, I think like for you, you must well obviously yeah, you've just run the time. For me, it didn't scare me because it's like yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking to like. I know how many good marathon guys there are and how much talented people there are. I'm not worried about that. I just want to get like yeah. I want to get sort of fit and fast myself. I'm not really worried about Olympic standards at the moment. Yeah. For you, you must feel, yeah, like safe, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I've, got the t- I've got the time. Yeah. Um, I guess. But then you work it out out of the window? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually kind of asked Nick before the, before I, the race. I thought you don't like um, big championships anyway, though. Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, Olympics <laughs> I like. I like. But yeah, I asked Nick before the race. When the um, if you knew when the period opened, and he was like, because I knew the old Olympics, it opened on the first of December, yeah. so I was hoping that it would open again for that. And he was like, oh, I think it's first of January this time. And then uh, yeah, he messaged me last night actually saying it was first of November. So okay, it's uh, yeah, yeah, a little relief because now it's just like, like if I if I went to London next year and and stuffed it up somehow, yeah. Um, and then, then it puts way more pressure on it because then you go around another one later in the year. Exactly. And if you don't qualify then, then you're gone last chance yeah. in 2024. So uh, definitely takes a bit of pressure off and I can just kind of... So it's, all I'm thinking is going to set you up for a lot of like going through... Tw- yeah, in 61. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's right. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Let's uh, kick straight off um, with some questions. Oh, also before... The trail that we were talking about in the uh, in the last episode is the Darabin Creek Trail. Thank you, Tess, for oh, yeah. sending that in. Tess Marks, one of my athletes. Um, her, her bike that I was, uh, was in that bike. photo. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, you look like a dickhead in that photo. Hey, her helmet so was funny. so small. So it was like, funny. it was ridiculous. And I put it on, it was just sitting on top of my head. Because you've got a bit of a pinhead anyway, don't you? <laughs> she obviously does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tess. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Danny Harris asks, what type of shoes do we use in what sessions? So do you want to answer this? Or you gonna get yeah. Um, I, I rotate through a fair few pairs of shoes. Yeah. Um, so now I guess I wear the Alpha Flies for um, my marathon. So I'm doing all my threshold and um, like marathon sessions in that. I think it's good to, because they feel a little bit different to other shoes, it's good to train them a bit. Um, and then for more faster stuff or heels or something like that, I'd wear Vaporflies. Yeah. And then easy jogs, um, gone between Pegasus, Invincibles, Reacts, um, any kind of neutral shoe with a bit of cushion. Yeah. What are you? Um, so in like 
in all my aerobic running and long running, I use like heavier shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm laughing because I don't really want to say what brand. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, I, yeah, I, I wear, actually I do wear a, a few different brands while I'm, while I'm running. Um, but yeah, I like wear heavier shoes when I'm doing my like aerobic running and long running stuff. Um, and then I wear like race super shoes for my thresholds and my track sessions on a Tuesday. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's, um, it's, we do wear a lot of, a lot of shoes. Yeah. For different you just go through, you go through a lot of shoes. Look, I think, I think one shoe that elite athletes don't really, elite runners don't seem to use that much, but they're marketed quite a lot. Uh, that middle and every brand's got one is the like tempo kind of shoe. Yeah. Um, and, it's like, you know, all the brands have them and it's that, you know, they might have a carbon plate, but it doesn't use the it's same. It's a bit heavier. And it's yeah, a bit yeah. heavier and all that. And so I think a lot of like recreational runners are like, oh, well, when does that fit in? And, oh, I'm going to use that for my thresholds. To be honest, it's like most of the like elite runners that I see, they're all using like the super shoe for their thresholds, yeah. for their um, track workouts. Um, and then they're using the heavier trainer. Some people use a real heavy trainer. Some people use a sort of lighter weight trainer for all their aerobic runs and long runs. Yeah. I don't see too many people using that sort of middle in between road, shoe. In, nah. in between yeah, shoe. I find it like I've had a few. Danny pairs. actually asked that. He said yeah, okay. he said he sent us a big DM, um, just sort of wanting to know, like you know, because he's like, I've got a bunch of different shoes. When should I be using? Yeah. Um, yeah. Number one thing we can say is stop jogging in super shoes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's that's, that's out for twenty twenty three, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next one here from Tom, Tom Rage. Tom Raj, my athlete. Raj, sorry. How do you know? He must not have Instagram because someone else asked the question and then said in brackets from Tom Raj. <laughs> How do you know your weekly mileage sweet spot? Uh, trial and error is definitely a um, is definitely how I how I've done it. So when I first started running in 2017, back to running, um, I like increased my k's pretty quickly to 130k a week. Got a stressy, and then it was like went back. You know, gradually went back to like 120. Got stressy. That's not a fun it's, trial and error. Game, it's not a it? fun trial. <laughs> and error. It's but like what I what I've realized is I was like rushing back too soon. So what you really what I'm like doing now is just going to spend like ages at like 100k and then go to 110. Spent ages at that, then go to 120. Spent ages. That's like my new thing. Um, but for you, like I'm assuming for you, it's taken ages to find your sweet spot, right? Yeah, and I think I've been running. Uh, for a fair while and at a like a high, high mileage and um so my body has kind of adapted over time to be able to handle that but um it's hard for recreational runners to like definitely. get straight in yeah why, so yeah. i wouldn't even think what i wouldn't have a target in nah. mind or anything like that that's you just have to see trouble. how your body feels and how it adapts to training and if you're improving or um but if you're getting niggles all the time it's uh it may be a little bit too high yeah i hope tom doesn't um Tom doesn't mind me saying this, and if he does, too bad. Um, but he he like he's a great guy, and he's obviously really keen to keen to learn, um, you know, about running and stuff. And he was working his uh, studying dentistry, and he's like doing like a crazy amount of study. And then he's going on he was going on break over summer, like uni stopped, and he said to me, "Hey, I've got all this time to do extra running now. Let's go." Yeah. And I said, 
no, like that's not how. If I just throw in all this extra running um, at you, you're going to get injured. Yeah. And he was like, oh, true. I didn't really think about that. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you can't. Is this something you can't you can't do? Like you can throw more cross training and you can slowly build up the running, but you can't just suddenly go, oh, I'm on holidays. I'm going to go from 50k a week to 100k. A yeah, week. it sucks about running that you can't just do that. Yeah, it'd be so much more fun if you could just. Yeah. Injuries weren't a thing. For like, sure. like, yeah, but also you, you don't know how good you be then, right? Yeah. It's like it takes away that natural talent sort of thing. It's like cycling. Um, cycling's a far more less natural talent and just more like work, work, work. Yeah. So interesting. Which, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that about cycling as well. Yeah. Because it can just be whoever can work hard. Like there's a lot of hard workers out there that don't get results in For the sure. end. So yeah. Which sucks. but That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's the brutality of sport, right? Well, not just sport, any yeah, any industry. Um, Cal Mills, do you have days off when you've picked up a cold slash flu and how do you prevent too many days off? Um, I try not to have days off, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I've found... I think there's a big difference between a cold and a flu. Yeah, exactly. Flu, you can't really get out of bed. Colds, you can train through. That's my Yeah. I don't know. I think recently when I have had a feel like I'm getting pretty sick... I usually just do have one day off and usually that helps a lot. Um, but otherwise, I'll just keep running, but I'll just be very light, slow and just a lot shorter distance and just try to keep moving because I reckon I feel better when I am doing stuff. I think if you're just sitting in bed all day, you just feel miserable and feel really yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, you try and I would say I would say for cold, I just train through them always. Yeah, um, you know, might back off a little bit. You can tell, but it's like once fevers are involved, that's when you got to be careful. Yeah, like training through fevers and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, Brett Borland, Christmas morning workout or not? Uh, I'm it's a Sunday s- anyway. I'm going to say it depends. So I'm as much as I am quite harsh to a lot of my athletes, I have given them all, I have front loaded their weeks to give them all so, uh, Christmas day off. Oh, there you go. But I will be training on Christmas day. Yeah, I'll do a long run probably on Christmas day. I usually give, um, I think I'll give them a lot the option to do it Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. There's the old Sebco thing. He said he doubled on Christmas and um, sure. got in all his competitors' head. Steve, Steve no, o- wasn't it the thing where it was um, Steve Ovet said, or maybe it was Seb Coe said it to Steve Ovet, you know, I try, and he's thought, you know, fuck, I know he was having Christmas lunch. I don't know which one it was, but he was like, and then was like, nah, I know that Seb Coe is going to be going for a double. I'm going to go for a double. So he went for the double and then they spoke about it years after and he goes, oh, I ran three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. So it was Seb Coe that originally said he did it. Then um, Ovet said... He went and did it because of Seb. Yeah. And then Seb was like, well, I did triple. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But Good yeah. little mental game, that one. But <laughs> all right. Yeah, it just sucks. Like, uh, I'll be in a place called Oladulla, which is the um, south coast of New South Wales. And it's one of the worst places for running. Like, <laughs> it's just so hilly. And every hill is just so steep and then it's just like straight back down. So it's just not good running. I'll have to get up. It'll be humid and I'll have to do it by myself early. Um so, but that's but how I'll, you break Aussie records. Right? Yeah, we'll see. If, if we'll see on my Strava forty-five minute run. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get real lazy now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, I think I think it's it's Christmas is definitely a time to like relax and spend time with family and stuff like that. Um. We have. I remember. Was it like four years ago? Was it three or four years ago? It was my very first year of MTC. We had a Waverley session on Tuesday morning, Christmas morning. I'm sure we. Oh, did. Christmas morning. I'm sure we did. 
But I make that up. I'm pretty know. sure I Christmas f- morning landed on a Tuesday like morning and I felt like we went and did it. Or maybe it was Fernie. I, think, I feel like people went to Fernie maybe once. Yeah. Or maybe it was it New Year's Day we did it? I don't know. New Year's Day, I believe. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Day, I think. Well, what I'd... would happen on a Tuesday morning if it landed on Christmas morning? You reckon like they'd just say, nah. I reckon they would say, yeah. nah. Well, I don't know. I'm never there, so. I have, a fe- I have a feeling that we did it and we started early, but I could just be talking fucking shit. Maybe. Um, next question. A underscore bad man. <laughs> I love reading out that. <laughs> um, how do you guys manage fatigue in a training block? Eat lots, sleep lots. Um, yeah, I don't like do like you got to be on top of recovery. It's, it's if, a bunch of things. It's yeah, exactly. If you're getting, uh, I don't know, like it's there's fatigue that you it, that's fine, and then if you're getting too much, maybe you need to adjust training or like there is a good level of fatigue to have. So um, that's pretty hard. Like I don't know, you got to do all your the proper things you should be doing. Yeah, all the one percent. Getting getting all the sleep you can. Yeah, is it definitely and, and definitely eating? Sleep. Yeah, and eat, yeah. eat heaps. Yeah, sleep. eat the right things, but eat lots. Yeah, I was saying this to one of my athletes yesterday. Like, she's about to train for a marathon next year, and she's like had it trained for a few marathons and had like a few like niggles and stuff, and just keeps kind of getting. And I'm like, all right, we'll train for this one, but I'm like, I just want you to be when you have dinner, just have extra, yeah. and just do that, and just see if that. Is enough, like, because there's just been so many niggles now. Yeah. So we need to like get on top of it, and I think just eating, I don't know, an extra fifteen percent at dinner. Yeah. Could be enough exactly. because I'm sure most people aren't eating enough as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. So. I think that's definitely true. Um, Weedenbaum ninety-one. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Weedenbaum ninety-one. <laughs> I covered you there, mate. Don't worry. Um, why there's so many, it's a stupid question anyway. <laughs> why there's so many horse riding podcasts and FTKs more like this? <laughs> is there actually? I don't know. I didn't fact check that. But it's quite funny. I wonder yeah. why there is. I don't know. Brett, don't know. That'd be so funny if it is. I think <laughs> like, Brett looks a bit like a horse. We'll say that. <laughs> Pony. <laughs> um, just Perco. What, what would have the Falls Creek camp look like this season? Oh, session wise. <laughs> Session wise. Sorry. I was laughed at you butchery man. Um Well for Joel, it would have been Here we go, come in front of me. Monday I'll wear my headphones so I run easy and just run by myself at the back. <laughs> Tuesday, go to eight by K, stop after six because something's sore. <laughs> Wednesday, go down to Mount Beauty, swim. Thursday, quarters, start at the back and work way my through if I feel good. Pull out after four <laughs> and then just do threshold. <laughs> Cut the threshold short too. Um, Friday, rest. Saturday, just jog instead of heel session. Sunday, long run on the flat. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call punching down. <laughs> um, nice one. I'm going to answer it seriously. Uh, we do K reps on a Tuesday um, out on the trail. Uh, it's sort of changed, I think, in recent years. I didn't go the last Falls Camp, but we're not doing it on that really like butchered track, are we? Sort of hard. Yeah, sometimes we were and sometimes we weren't. It's just it is really hard because there's so many people out there now. Um, it, it's like can be a little bit dangerous. 
Um, also, and I then, just realised what you said. You said long island flat. One thing I was doing at Falls was always smacking the fucking long island flat. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you think you got me there and I'm trying to revisit it, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Might get duff to just cut the whole Okay, bit. then I'll keep going for the next week. Monday, run easy because I'm tired from the smacking the long run. <laughs> Tuesday, do four reps and pull out again. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, so we, we're doing, there's a nice-ass trail in, in the village, so... K reps there um, are a lot better, yeah. but the thing is, if if there's a hundred people doing it there, yeah. it, we won't be able to do it either. So yeah. it's just yeah, I think this year just because I don't know, we, we just separate ourselves a little bit for, for that session. Um, yeah, because it's pretty it gets pretty busy. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, when I'm uh, like trying to weave through my last rep on the fourth rep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to look for a spot to pull out. There's like people yeah, no, coming every session. <laughs> Um, geez, I'm a good sport with jokes, aren't I? <laughs> uh, Wednesday is like a bit of a longer, longer run. Um, yep. What's that loop called up the hill? Oh, like the stupid one across yeah. the valley. Yeah. Uh, Spion. No, no, no. Oh, the good. Wednesday, yeah, yeah. The Wednesday. That's the one that's like some people do. Yeah, no, no. That um, like, yeah, like Cope Hart or yeah. Wallace Hart or something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are absolutely cooking the answer of this question. <laughs> Thursday. Is quarters and threshold yeah. is what we do. Yeah, some people just do quarters. Yeah, um, but yeah, we, we make it. It's a fairly long session when we do it, it because it ends up being like, like 32, 32 minutes of session of work. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, warm up and cool down. So Threshold's it's a always one. a falls there. It's it's a brutal one. It's like the I reckon it's the worst part of the trail that we do the threshold. I know, You're like stepping yeah. over sticks and then you're yeah. like going through swamps. Saying yeah, hi to the, Shrek. yeah. The uh, grass is overgrown, and, and it's like when you're getting tired, and then like w- on the way out, you're like, okay, you're like you roll your ankle a little bit, it's fine. <laughs> on the way back, you roll your ankle, you nearly fall off the mountain. It's just like everything's rolling. <laughs> ankle like, snaps into yeah. Um, Saturday is the worst session on earth. I don't mind it. I it's know just, we've yeah. talked about what is our least favorite session in the year, and I say hill reps it on Friday. Oh, sorry, hill reps at Falls Creek, and it's one of, probably one of my favorites. That's one of your favorites. Yeah, yeah. It's just so it's six by three minute hills, and um, it's just I don't know. I just find the recovery. You get four minutes mm. recovery. So um, yeah. I don't think I've ever done them fit. I don't think I've ever been a Falls Creek fit. Yeah, I'm sure if you're unfit, it'd be pretty hard. Mm. But um, I've had some shockers doing it too. But it's just yeah, I find it's only six reps. Good recovery. Remember that time Smack ran through there? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got you there, Smack. (laughs) And Uh, long run on Sunday. Yeah. My favourite. Brad B1. (laughs) I should probably ask this, shouldn't I? You ask it, yeah. Brad B1. Now that Brett's beaten the Oz record, what's the new goal for 2023? Is sub-205 achievable? Um, I will not run sub-205 next year. (laughs) I can... I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's, I think definitely I could run a low 206 maybe, maybe a sub 206. Um, that's probably what I'll try for next year, I reckon. Like, or it, I'll probably first try to run a sub 207. It's, I don't want to go into and out marathons thinking, yeah, I'm just going to start taking minutes off my times. Like, yeah. you, like be, you remember how hard that was. Exactly. So it's, so like, it's um, and like, I remember when I was, 21 or whatever and I ran 13, 18 for the first time. I'm like sick. Every year I'll come back and just be like taking a few seconds off here and there and it took me like uh, maybe four or five years before I ran a PB again. Yeah. So it's uh, what running's like, hey? It's a tough sport and yeah, but I feel like um, yeah, 
I can run maybe a little bit quicker than I did um, with, with, I don't know, a different race or something But and going out a bit quicker. Mm. Um, I think I could still do more training. I'd change my training a little bit into Fukuoka doing the more continuous long sessions, which I want to do more of, which I think that could get me to, yeah, maybe a low 206 or something. But sub 205, I don't know, one day maybe. Yeah, one day. Cool. C Toro 23. Any other sports you pair are interested in besides running? I'm getting less and less interested in sports, I reckon. Yeah. Like, you used I, to be a lot. I used to be like way more interested in footy and cricket. Hang, um, hang out with me and you get all arty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I thought you still laugh and then. No. <laughs> uh, it's a damn question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I like tennis. I yeah. like, to, especially like Australian Open, but um, yeah, I really like tennis. What are you? Uh, look, I like footy when the Bombers are playing well. Um, yeah. But I'm not like a footy fanatic. I f- fucking cannot stand going to training and warming up in winter around the tan hearing like... James Coleman talking about <laughs> footy. <laughs> James Coleman hasn't been to training for a good few years. And but it still like, gives you nightmares. <laughs> you, yeah, like even like Stewie is just always I know. talking. I know. Oh, mate, a- I Waddle the other day and I'm sitting in the car doing my shoes and uh, Stewie and Al Christie are talking about the South African bowling lineup for the cricket. Oh, and God I was like, sake. can you guys shut the fuck up? Like, yeah. <laughs> like the South African team, like, fuck. I it's, know. Just, it's just those people. Because who- like, okay, I can't contribute one little bit to that. Yeah. Um, it's yeah just, so you're just hearing a conversation that yeah. you don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I find, I find sp- like those people that are just like really into sports and it's like, you just chuck on the TV and no matter what it is, you get into it. Um, I, yeah. Can't stand that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say my, I would say I'm definitely into cycling. But again, I wasn't. I was into it way more when I was younger. Like yeah, obsessing over it. Um, I think we're, I'm just getting busy. I've got so many interests outside sport. Um, yeah, but, like a few years ago, I was going to like all the Melbourne footy games, and uh, now I maybe just, we just realised it's this fucking podcast. Yeah, it's I know. Cool. I, I think I went to one game this year or two games. Um, got no time for anything else. Nah. Um, I would say one I like th- the World Cup and I like oh World I like, Cup um, yeah and the Euros when I'm in Europe shout That's out to Salt you know. Bay <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah that was one of the worst things I've ever seen Salt Bay trying to get a photo with Messi if anyone hasn't seen it it's like and then he was grabbing the um, trophy off people as well oh, to get photos so of, and pretending to do the salt thing over it oh no and, yeah and like the players like trying to get it back off him and he's just like he was doing the salt yeah, thing over it yeah yeah oh I hope it's he gets like cancelled oh it was bad but. I tell you one sport that uh, people have said I would be really into is F one. Yeah, I, I do like F one, and watching like Drive to Survive is is such a good show on it. Netflix. Um, yeah. I watched it before that, but I after it, like I knew all the drivers, and I'd be like, I was way more into it. So yeah, but it's just these sports suck because they're on such a bad time. Yeah, um, for sure. So. Anyway, well, that's it for all the questions. And that is it for For the Kudos 2022, our debut year. Yes, thank you for the support this year. It's been uh, very overwhelming, really. Yes. Like, it's been kind of blown away with how many people got behind it. So It's been incredible. We're going to put our um, personal bank account details in the show notes for you guys to just transfer us money to say thanks. Show appreciation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we'll, yeah we'll be back next year. Um, lots coming up. Yeah. Big things coming. Always big things coming. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Brett. You too. And to everyone else.